Thank you for taking time to study with us today on Drawing Near. This podcast is designed to help us draw near through the study and application of His Word. If you have any questions or comments about today's study or spiritual things in general, feel free to contact me through my email address in the description section of this podcast. As we shared in our last study, Matthew chapters 5 through 7 records the Sermon on the Mount. Luke's Gospel does as well. They are not exactly the same, and that's one of the reasons we need to study both passages. Today on Drawing Near, we look at the promised blessing of those who suffer for Christ. Let's open our Bibles to Luke chapter 6 and study the persecuted are blessed. As we prepare for today's study, let's pray together. Our Heavenly Father, we come before you today with an open heart and an open mind. At least that's what we need to do, and so I ask you to help us to do that. Help us to be open to your word, to not just go through a routine, a pattern to fulfill a habit, but rather to open our eyes and our ears to the truth of your word, to listen, to focus. Father, your word carries so much weight that we need to embrace it with all of our heart. It protects us. It teaches us. It matures us and guides us. And Father, we thank you for your spirit that helps us to know your word, understand your word, and then, Father, to apply your word to our lives. Guide us in our study today. And Father, may we do this in fellowship with you and worship of you. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. We're going to take a look at Luke chapter 6, verses 22 and 23. So Luke writes in verse 22, Blessed are you when men hate you and ostracize you and insult you and scorn your name as evil for the sake of the Son of Man. Be glad in that day and leap for joy, for behold, your reward is great in heaven. For in the same way, their fathers used to treat the prophets. So as Jesus teaches He once again uses this phrase, blessed or blessed, happy, makarios, made happy in your innermost beings by God. He says, blessed are you when men hate you. I don't know about you, but that doesn't feel like a blessing. I'm not happy in my flesh. I'm not happy in my mind, in my emotions, when I'm hated by someone. And I have been hated by people. I have been mistreated. But this is a unique blessing. It's blessed are you when men hate you and ostracize you, put you aside, put you out, insult you, and scorn your name as evil for the sake of the Son of Man. Now, we might have been hated, we might have been excluded, insulted, even had our name scorned. People, when they hear our name, they roll their eyes, they have bad thoughts in their heart. They gossip and speak evil of us at the mention of our name. We might have had these things done in our lives for a variety of reasons, but this blessing is specific. It's when men hate you, push you aside, ostracize you, insult you, and scorn your name as evil for the sake of the Son of Man. Now, this is important for us to understand that just because we're mistreated, that doesn't mean we'll necessarily receive a blessing. It's why we are mistreated. It's why we are persecuted and caused to suffer. Do we suffer for the sake of the Son of Man? Do we suffer for Jesus? Is our suffering caused because we share the gospel? 
or because we identify ourselves with Jesus Christ openly and outwardly and encourage the truth of Jesus Christ to be embraced by those around us? Are we hated? Are we pushed aside because of our righteousness, because of the goodness of Christ in us? Do we speak the truth in love, even when it's speaking about sin in the world and in the lives of those around us? We need to embrace the fact that we are expected to openly be Christian. And because we are expected to be openly Christian, we are blessed when we suffer for that reason. People will hate the believer who acts and speaks like a believer. They won't want to hang around with you. They won't want to invite you to their get-togethers. They will insult you to your face, and they will insult you behind your back. They will do these things for the sake of the Son of Man. Because just as they hated Jesus, according to Matthew chapter 10, they will hate his followers as well. We as his servants can never be received better than our Lord if we embrace the teaching and the life of Jesus Christ. And we need to know that. Verse 23, Jesus says, Be glad in that day and leap for joy. We are not only to recognize that we're blessed, but we are to be happy because of our blessing. When people hurt us, God blesses us. When people reject us, God embraces us. He receives us. We need to be glad in the day of our suffering. We need to rejoice in the Lord always. We need to count it all joy when we undergo fiery trials in this world. Why? We need to be glad and leap for joy. Not only be glad in our heart, but we are to be glad on the outside as well. We are to leap. For behold, your reward is great in heaven. How are we going to be blessed? We're going to be blessed in heaven with a great reward. Whenever I think of our reward in heaven or the possibility of a reward in heaven, I am always amazed. I am amazed because God owes us nothing. He can just command us to do something. He can expect us to do something. He can punish us when we fail to do that. And he does not have to reward us. He doesn't owe us that. He can save us enough to keep us out of hell that he doesn't have to give us heaven. God owes us nothing. And yet when we suffer for the cause of Christ, We're to be glad and leap because our reward is great in heaven. It's not just that we'll be rewarded in heaven. Notice it is a great reward in heaven. This suffering is so significant here on earth because we have aligned ourselves by faith with Jesus Christ that our reward is great in heaven. The fact that the reward is great in heaven tells us how important it is that we identify with Christ and therefore incur this suffering. God sees it as critical. God sees it as valuable, and therefore he rewards us in heaven greatly. Our gladness and our leaping for joy isn't based solely on our reward in heaven, but also because we are akin, we are likened to the prophets who have been mistreated by the people of Israel. We are in a crowd. We are in a unique company of people who have suffered from the beginning for God to proclaim the word of God, and therefore not only because of our reward in heaven, but also because who we identify with in our suffering, that should make us glad. We should be glad to suffer like Jesus suffered. 
we should be glad to be counted worthy to suffer like the prophets have suffered. But remember, the prophets suffered because they spoke the word of God. We too are to do that, and if we do, we will suffer as well. Honestly, not all of us will suffer the same. Not all of our ministries look the same. But if in your home or in your family, in your neighborhood, if among your workers you share Jesus Christ, you teach and share the word of God, you will not be well received by a great many people. That's just the truth. That's the truth of God's word. So what do we do? We smile and know that God sees and blesses us. He promises to reward us, and he sees us in a good company of people. And he is pleased with us in this activity. What a blessing. What a blessing to be blessed when we simply do what we're called to do. Paul writes in Romans, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. It is the power of God unto salvation to the Jew first and also to the Greek. I pray that we are not ashamed of the gospel either. I pray that we are not ashamed of our Lord Jesus Christ. Father in heaven, thank you for your word. Thank you for this passage. Thank you for this reminder that throughout the New Testament we are told that we will suffer for Christ and that our suffering is a suffering that should cause joy in our hearts. We need to count it all joy that we are counted worthy to suffer for Christ. Father, we need to know that Jesus prayed for us on his way to the Garden of Gethsemane prior to his crucifixion. In his high priestly prayer, he prayed for us because we would suffer. Thank you that we are on his heart, even as he's going to the cross for us. And thank you, Father, that he intercedes for us today at the right hand of the Father as our advocate and sacrifice, our high priest. Father, guide us in our lives that we would do and say and be what Jesus desires us to be, regardless of the cost. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, TuneIn, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.